American Radio. If they want to take my guns, they're going to have to bring a station wagon and a whole lot of friends because I'm not giving them anything. From the Car Firearms Group Studio. On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Freedom might be an uphill battle sometimes, but freedom will always prevail. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark Walters. Walters. Armed American Radio's Monster Cast. I love this. Brought to you by X insurance and get this we are on the sig sour mic in the car firearms group studios actually coming to you today from the x insurance offices out here in beautiful utah it is a winter wonderland welcome to the program awr hawkins joins me now for the solid second hour of the program awr hawkins you are currently driving through new mexico to get back to arizona as we speak on this sunday evening monster cast how are you I'm good. You should. You're driving, right? I'm, I'm say that now. You're not stopped. You're actually driving. I want to make that make that clear, right? So we got a good connection. Oh, you're good to rock and roll. Oh yeah. Okay. I don't. AWR. This has been the craziest past two weeks in politics that I can remember. First off, would you agree with that statement or my assessment of that? Oh, it's been crazy. Yeah. But is there anything that stands out to you before we get cracking and move through some of the columns that you've been writing about? Let's talk briefly about Donald Trump and your assessment. Since we talked last, he has now announced he's running the mainstream press going crazy. Pelosi is stepping down out of a leadership leadership role. Since we spoke last, the House is now in Republican hands. It's been a crazy week. Let's go there briefly. Talk to us. Let's just pick where you want to go. I'm with you. I mean, I like that uh, Republicans have the House. That that basically stops uh, Biden's agenda, except the Herschel Walker winning is still important because otherwise uh, they'll they'll be able to displace one of the negative votes from Cinema or Mansion. Cinema and Mansion are the only two senators that have prevented uh, the end of the filibuster, so we don't want to help them be able to override those two senators. So. Everyone should be focused on getting Walker elected right now. And uh, if we can do that, then uh, Biden's nothing but lame duck for two years, period. He can talk all he wants, but he won't get anything done. Now, Manchin, you mentioned negative votes from Manchin or Cinema. Do you, believe, do you believe that either of those two would vote coming into a new Congress after being sworn in in January, that they would vote to nuke the filibuster because they are going to both be under tremendous pressure from Senate leadership from uh, from Chuck Schumer on down? What do you think? Well, but they both have to run for re-election coming up, I believe. I'm, if I'm correct, they're both up in. Uh, well, cinema might not be up in two years, but I think Manchin is. So he's got to answer the West Virginia voters. And that has a lot more sway than uh, uh, Chuck Schumer or anyone else in the Senate. Cinema, though, let's go to her. Cinema, let's 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 get into Arizona a little bit. Carrie Lake, since we talked, we now know that Carrie Lake is not the governor of the great state of Arizona. AWR, that pains me. You know my you know my affinity for Arizona. It hurts me deeply. I consider Arizona a second home. You live in Arizona. Before we go any further into the discussion of cinema, is it possible 
that cinema being a Democrat feels more confident in Arizona now because of what's happened in Arizona relative to the midterms? I don't think so. I mean, Arizona's election results are the result of ballot harvesting and other things. They're not really the result of the opinion of Arizona. So uh, I don't, I don't, I don't really see that as changing her view. I mean, she and Kelly were both elected at the same time. That didn't impact her. And so uh, I believe, uh, I don't believe this will either. You know, that's, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to make a quick comparison because of something that you just said to Oregon. And as you, and we'll talk about this briefly coming up within the hour with you. But when you look at the map, only six counties voted for Oregon Measure 114. And we'll talk about that briefly. I just want to make the comparison to Arizona because you said that it doesn't reflect Arizonans voting. And I agree with you. When you look at the when you look at the at the Oregon map, for example, you see a red state or and I say red because it was colored red in the state in the in the counties, I should say. That did not approve ballot measure 114. Only six counties in Oregon. How fair is that? Well, I mean, none of that's fair if you're talking about Oregon. But, I mean, I know it's going to sound stupid, but life's not fair. I mean, uh, well, same thing happened in Washington State. The thing that propelled the gun control to pass is out-of-state money. That's Washington State was flooded with out-of-state money in 2014. That's how they adopted universal background checks. The same thing just happened in Oregon for uh, ballot measure 114, which I like to call BM 114. And uh, <laughs> it, it, it barely passed. And you have a lot of sheriffs that said they won't even enforce it. And it's going to face legal challenges immediately. So hopefully it will get tossed. And the only the only thing that occurred is that some of the most wealthy liberals lost a little money on it. Yeah, I don't want to focus too. We'll go to to Oregon here briefly in just a few minutes. But I, I say that and make that comparison because the same thing has, is it's really kind of the same thing in Arizona. Arizona is a bright red state. Arizona is a bright. Well, let's talk about it. The state legislature. Where are we there now after these midterms? Well, your state legislature still red, and uh, there's not going to be anything really go through there. Hobbs might talk about a lot of stuff, but a lot of stuff's not going to happen, and uh, that's about that. So that's again, again, the difference. The legislature is more a reflection of the people of Arizona. Uh, the, the governor's race and uh, uh, the re-election of Kelly are both a reflection of ballot harvesting. Do. I- is Arizona in the here? Here's what we were talking about in Georgia. And you know this because you and I have talked about what was happening in the state of Georgia. Should Kemp have lost the election? I was having to go into that mindset that I criticize often. Example, I use New Jersey on a regular basis. Success in New Jersey from a gun rights perspective is defined not by how many pro-gun measures move through the legislature and are signed into law, but by how few crappy ones are signed into law. Is Arizona in that position? Because I was having to get myself in that mindset here. What if Stacey Abrams won in Georgia? We're at a point now where it's gridlock, and I'm telling myself, well, nothing bad is going to move because we've got a deep red state legislature. Is Arizona in that position now because of what happened with Hobbs? I hate to see it, but I'm going to have to say it is. Disagree with me if you want. 
Yeah, no, I disagree. They're they're not like I said. The rest of the legislature's red, so there's nothing that's going to go through. She uh, might talk, and after a shooting in a state thirty states away, she might try to push something like most airhead liberals do, but it won't have any like won't have any legs. Will she follow a Biden agenda at a state level lockstep, Katie Hobbs? Because if 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 the way she ran her campaign, AWR is any indication. I'm going to have to say, yep. Well, she is a she is a she is a Biden follower, so you know she probably will. But as I say, she's she's going to have a legislature that won't let her do anything. So that'll be that. It doesn't matter what front it's on; she won't be able to get it done. Kelly in lockstep on gun control measures after the midterms. He won with a, a greater than five percent. Margin? Does he feel he has an anti-gun mandate to continue to push that on the folks in Arizona, even though the state at the state level is red? And just like Georgia, where we have two blue senators, at least one now, we're waiting for the uh, obviously for the results of the Herschel Walker uh, for the for the um, the runoff on the sixth. But does he feel he has a mandate now? Do you think will he continue to push gun control on Arizona residents as an Arizona senator going forward? Because we all know where, what Biden wants to do. Well, I think he will, but he never stops. I mean, uh, he's pro gun control to the core. That's what he. The two things he brought with him to the Senate were China's money and gun control, and he hasn't relinquished either of those. You don't expect him to do that. I. I he talks one game out of one side of his mouth, and he runs and votes out of the other. I hate to see what's happened in Arizona, but like you, I'm with you on this. It's going to be, am I safe to say that it's going to be gridlock in Arizona? So my next question, assuming that's the case, what about groups like AZCDL? Will we, and I'm a life member of AZCDL, as you know, and for those of you who might not know, that's Arizona Citizens Defense League, an amazing pro-gun rights organization in Arizona. Will AZCDL now be on hold during a Hobbs administration locally? We've only got a few seconds. Go ahead and take it. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question, really, uh, because I've never, I haven't gotten extremely familiar with what they do, so I wouldn't know if uh, their their goals will be impacted at all. Yeah, it's an interesting. It's interesting. We're going to have to watch that play out. I'll be speaking with some AZCDL management members here coming up in the near future. Armed American Radio's Monster Cast here from beautiful Utah continues right after this with AWR Hawkins. Did you know that Sig Sauer is all in for hunting? Introducing the Sig Sauer Cross Precision Bolt Action Rifle, available in 308 and 65 Creedmoor. The Sig Cross Bolt Action Rifle was designed and built with the input of military snipers and elite hunters right here in America to meet the demands of hunters, precision long-range shooters, and extreme backcountry hunting. Sig Sauer has your hunting needs covered with ammunition, optics, suppressors, and more. Hunt like a warrior today. Learn more. Visit SigSauer.com now. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. 
the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 TE calibers. The BFR biggest, finest revolvers and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics, Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. It's well known that we live in a world where even good police officers can become targets for frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom liability insurance for police officers to eliminate your exposure, to help prevent you from becoming a target, and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We do this in part by encouraging our law enforcement clients to take the X-Insurance See It, Say Something pledge. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us, and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing insurance policy. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. At X-Insurance, we believe in good police officers, and we believe in protecting good police officers. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but neck down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and whiskey. Who laid down their lives and their fortunes forging the bedrock of this republic and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Ledslinger's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Ledslinger's Whiskeys and Rum, visit ledslingerswhiskey.com today. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Armed American Radio's Monster Cast here in the Car Firearms Group studios on this Sig Sauer microphone is brought to you today and every day by the great X Insurance. I'm out here with X Insurance in the beautiful playground state, the winter wonderland of Utah, not far from Park City, Salt Lake City, Heber City. It is absolutely beautiful out here, and we thank X-Insurance for bringing us out here to bring you this monster cast. I'm talking with AWR Hawkins. AWR, two things before I go, or really one thing before I go to Oregon, because we brought that up in the first segment, so it's a good segue. During the break, we were chatting a little bit 
uh, by text message. And you brought up a great point. Carrie Lake is likely going to file a lawsuit in the state of Arizona. Do we have any indication of how that might play out or what her end game is? Because the left's been all over her, obviously. And I, I might want to say successfully so as an election denier. What do you think is going to happen there? Well, I mean, uh, she has uh, numerous people who have talked about how they came to the polls, were turned away, were told the polls were shut down, were told whatever. You know, that she's got video after video of such people she's been posting uh, throughout Maricopa County, which leads her, I believe, what she's making the argument is there's no telling how many votes weren't cast that would have been cast for her. I believe that's uh, a gist of her argument. So I believe that'll be... Uh, that is kind of the avenue she's thinking about pursuing. Uh, but again, I can't put words in her mouth. But just saying from what she's been tweeting on it and uh, saying in interviews, I believe that's the avenue she's thinking about. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I will say this, and you correct me if I'm wrong. It's my understanding that as we are live today here on a Sunday and on the uh, 20th, the votes are still not, the final tally is still not in. Is that right? Well, it depends, I guess, on who you talk to. And, <laughs> uh, if, if you look at, uh, I know I was looking uh, a couple of days ago, and they were still finding uh, some ballots in some counties outside of Maricopa. So it's a crazy situation. Yeah, I hate to say it, but uh, I, I think some good will come out of this as we get closer and closer to 2024. And before we go to Oregon, as I just mentioned, 2024, Trump has announced his run. Oh, this, the left is going crazy already. The Lincoln Project, Republicans are out. The Liz Cheney wing of the Republican Party is out. There was a spat between Carrie Lake and Liz Cheney. Trump, what do you think moving forward? I I honestly believe myself that he is vulnerable to challenges now. I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that he gets the nomination. And ladies and gentlemen, don't shoot the messenger. We're just being honest here. Your thoughts on this? Uh, I believe that Trump will get the nomination. I believe uh, the only question I have is who the VP might be. It's not going to be Pence. Uh, and that's a good thing. Uh, Pence is, I think, to quote, if I can quote Trump, I'm going to apply Jeb Bush quotes to Mike Pence. Pence is low energy. And uh, so he's going to have to find somebody who brings something to the table. Basically, has somebody who stayed out of his way. I'm having a little different situation. We need, we need Trump uh, in that leadership position, but we need a VP who brings something to the table. And uh, I'm sure he's thinking about that. You know, what concerns me about Trump a little bit in the nomination is there are folks out there who are going to follow the media line, which is going to be absolutely vicious and blistering attacking Donald Trump, the election denier, January 6th, etc. The left is going to pull no punches. They're going to get worse than they were in the in the last four five, six years. It's going to be a bloodbath. There's no question about that. I, I'm, I'm we know that's coming. This is going to be the most vicious election cycle, I think, in American history, not just in my lifetime. 
But I'm going out on a limb and saying in American history, there's an awful lot at stake here. The left is not going to go easy, particularly after losing the House. Having said that, there are sadly going to be a lot of Republicans, and many are coming out speaking publicly now, that Donald Trump needs to move on. The Republican Party needs to move on from Donald Trump. He's going to lose a little bit of support there. And I, I, I just don't, I, it's going to be fine. I have, I'm not set to make a prediction. There's no possible way to do that. But I feel he's going to lose some support because too many sheep are going to follow that media line, AWR. Well, I mean, you can't underestimate the, the fact that the sky is falling mantra is getting old, you know. And what I mean by that, Mark, is they told us all the documents they took at Mar-a-Lago and right. what a terrible and he had nuclear secrets, and he had, and then the day after the midterms, what did they tell us? Ah, oh, man, he didn't really have anything. It was all a lie, just like the steel out of the air. Oh, he all the things he did with Russia. Oh, we're going to impeach him. Guess what? South Sierra wasn't real. So it's you know it's it's really no different than when I was a kid. And they used to tell me that Elvis was cooking cheeseburgers in Kalamazoo <laughs> in the nineteen eighties. Pretty soon I figured out, you know, I'm not really seeing any pictures of Elvis in that in that kitchen gear. Uh, so that's probably not happening. And uh, it's kind of the same thing here. So I don't really know that Trump has all the baggage that the left thinks they put on him. Uh, I think people are increasingly sick of the left. And I think if anything we learned in this last midterm, it's that it's not just that we're a little divided. We're absolutely divided. It's north and south all over again. It's east and west. Uh, but it is not divided over issues of slavery and those things. It's divided over issues of an overreaching, all-controlling government and freedom. And uh, I believe Trump is a voice for the latter. And I don't believe the left has succeeded in ruining that. I absolutely agree with you. I, I, the sheeple, there's, there are a lot of stupid people out there. And this this remains to be seen how this plays out. But you are right. We are absolutely divided. That's what's going to make this an incredibly difficult election cycle, which after just coming out of a bruising midterm is going to be very difficult. Ladies and gentlemen, my advice to you, you've heard me say it on my daytime show, is get your head out of it. Turn the crap off. It's going to be a very, very, very long two years. You've got better things to do. We'll be here for you to bring it to you on Armed American Radio's Monster Cast here in these Car Firearm Group studios on the Sig Sauer mic presented by X, and we'll be able to do the same for you on The Daily Show. Take a breather. Take a break. We've got your back where that's covered. All right, AWR, as we go into the next segment here, let me just set this up. Uh, Oregon, you know, I had Kevin Starrett on the program a week ago, and my God, do they have their hands full in the great state of Oregon, as we touched on in the previous segment briefly. We're going to get into this a little bit, I, and I know my listeners want to hear your thoughts on this, because as I mentioned, only six counties we now know voted for that ballot measure. The rest of the state is screwed. I mean, and something's got to be done. Now, we know there's going to be court challenges. I can tell you what organizations are going to sue. Those lawsuits may very well be lined up while they are lined up as we speak and will likely be filed this coming week. But they have their hands full. In the meantime, you've got sheriffs that are refusing to enforce this. And gun sales in Oregon right now are going through the roof. When we come back with AWR Hawkins, we're going to tie all of this together for you here on Armed American Radio's Monster Cast. We will be back right after these messages. Four minutes later, don't go away. 
Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 425- Four five four seventy twelve. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary my pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. As a gun owner, have you ever thought about the liability that would come with having to use your weapon in self-defense? Or the liability that would come with having one of your guns stolen or misused? Or perhaps you work in a profession like security or law enforcement that requires you to carry a gun. Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing policy. But call today and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. 
segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Mike Lindell and MyPillow. Don't forget to use the promo code AAR at MyPillow.com. Welcome back. Armed American Radio's Monster Cast from beautiful Utah. I want to say Salt Lake City in the vicinity of Salt Lake City. This is a beautiful place. I want to thank X Insurance for bringing us out here to bring you this program from such a beautiful place. We'll talk a little bit more about what X Insurance is up to out here in Utah and how you can support X Insurance. And for gosh sakes, they support us, we support them. That's how the equation works. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom on this six-hour microphone here on the Armed American Radio MonsterCast in the Car Firearms Group Studios. We continue this hour's discussion with AWR Hawkins from Breitbart News. AWR, Oregon, as I alluded to in the previous segment, I didn't allude to it, I made it clear, Oregon has a mess on their hands. Let's talk first about that ballot initiative 114. Do you think this thing survives in a post-Bruin environment with the coming lawsuits that we know are getting ready to be filed? Yeah, as I say, I refer to it as uh, BM114. Uh, and uh, I don't see how it survives. Uh, I don't see any way it survives, period, because it's the, at its very basic point, it is a permitting system for a constitutional right. You have to pay $55 to acquire a permit in order to buy a gun, period. Uh, now, I just don't see how that's going to survive. That's it. It's as simple as that. And uh, the police are already overrun. Uh, the sheriffs, as I say, a number of them, not all of them, the numbers say they're not even going to enforce it. And, uh, you know, when, when a permitting scheme is assigned to law enforcement to be run and law enforcement says we're not going to do it, uh, so the state's going to face a lot of different issues here, uh, but I think the lawsuits could overturn it, and that's what I hope happens. Yeah, and i got to point out also that when we talk about the sheriffs, the sheriff, as you know, is the oldest constitutionally elected office in this country, AWR. And the sheriffs, when you look at that, and I'll call it an electoral map, if you will, of the state of Oregon, and you see the six counties, the entire, it, the, literally, it looks like the entire state turned this down, turned it away, did not vote it in. Those sheriffs in those counties are going to have their backs against the wall on what they know to be an unconstitutional ballot measure, BM as you call it, to begin with, I think we're going to see a lot more than just the four or five sheriffs that have publicly said they're not going to support it. Maybe not talk about it publicly, but let their constituents know. Remember, the sheriff is an elected office. They're going to have to face constituents that are absolutely fed up with left-wing politics in Oregon, particularly when it comes to their gun rights. And I say that twofold because you've got a titled piece out now gun sales more than double as Oregon residents race to get ahead of new controls so let's take that two-prong question do you believe other sheriffs will have their backs against the wall and likely not support this measure as well in these red counties that did not approve this ballot measure well I think there will be others that do that but I also think this People need to learn a lesson. Oregon already has universal background checks. Correct. And what I think is important, remember, the left always tells us, if we can just get those checks, we'll all be <laughs> safe. That's all we need. 
Well, guess what? Then they get those checks, then they push for gun storage laws, then they push for red flag laws, then they push for licensing in order to buy a gun, then they push a magazine capacity restriction, and they just keep going. Once you let that you let that camel's nose in the tent, once you do that, they bring the whole trailer park with them. And that's what we get with these animals on the left. So that being said, you've got a surge in gun purchases right now. And since state police are assigned with doing the universal background checks, they're overwhelmed. They've only been able to do 63% of the checks. So that means nearly half of Oregon residents who want a gun right now, nearly half, can't get one. That's not even based on the new gun control, which is going to be even more convoluted. That's based on the old gun control that gives the state the power to say yes or no on every gun sale, retail or private. Folks have got to quit going along with this garbage. You got to quit passing this garbage. You got to get rid of the people that are passing it. You got to vote them out. Well, and the problem is when you look at the map and you see the six counties, the rest of the state did their job. They they did what they were supposed to do. It's it's hard. It's hard to look at that map. It, it, and to those of you who are listening in Oregon right now that are in one of these counties that did not pass this ballot measure. You're the ones that are going to have to suck this up. And AWR, I've said this for years. You and I have talked about this on the air. If the left continues to push this radical nonsense, good, hardworking, decent, tax-paying, law-abiding citizens are going to be forced to have to make decisions that they've never had to make before, nor did they ever think they would have to make in America. Kevin Sterrett from Oregon Firearms last week made it very clear. People are going to have to decide, am I going to go black market here? And violate the law because this is unconstitutional. And then we go a step further. As you've just pointed out, these gun sales have doubled. They're 65 or up to you can only process about 63 percent. This is going to put a complete halt on gun sales in Oregon as this measure moves forward. Now, obviously, liberal courts out there, this is likely going to have to go farther into the into the appellate courts. And this could take years, could it not? This just screws every law-abiding citizen in Oregon, AWR. It could take a long time. It could be short. You know, I know that the uh, third, uh, the, the appellate court for the Third Circuit ruled on Wednesday after a very short appeal. Uh, and that was in a different case, but I'm just giving an example that we could get some type of ruling quickly. But, uh, yeah, this has just got to stop. I mean, uh, and hopefully, perhaps there is another case already in the in the system that deals with permit to purchase, and it'll it'll hit the court before this does. Maybe that's another hope. But this this whole scheme has to be struck down. Yeah, you are spot on. And the, you know, we're talking about assault weapons ban cases. There was a filing of the other of another assault weapons ban case in Delaware. That's in the Third Circuit. Of course, the Fourth Circuit assault weapons ban case is being is being walked through the courts right now as we speak a little bit quicker than we thought. Uh, that's the Maryland case. So you got Maryland in the fourth, same similar case, Delaware in the third. And if some of these cases work their way through, it's going to put the kibosh on some of the gun control measures if it gets to the Supreme Court. AWR, it's my it's my opinion, personal opinion, that that uh, Justice Thomas is just waiting for some of these to get to the Supreme Court so he can smack these people down. Do you think my guess is right there? Oh, yeah, I think he'll do it with a smile on his face. That's the part, that's the part I'm going to like the most uh, because he will smack this stuff down while he grins. I, I don't doubt that at all. 
All right, moving on from Oregon, three-judge panel of Third Circuit, back to the Third Circuit, says nonviolent felons may lose gun rights. And coming to us from A.W.R. Hawkins, let me just quote a little bit of this piece. A three-judge panel, United States Court of Appeals for the Third Circuit, ruled Wednesday, just a few days ago, that nonviolent felons may lose gun rights as they have demonstrated disregard for the rule of law. In this particular case, the Third Circuit did go back and use what they felt was the Bruin test, and said that there is historical text that you do not have to be a violent felon to lose your gun rights, but a nonviolent felon can as well. Your thoughts here? Yeah, my thoughts, this will be struck now. I think it'll be reversed. I don't believe, uh, I just don't believe that uh, under Bruin, non, nonviolent felons will uh, be held uh, to this degree, especially this dude's crime was welfare fraud, and so he loses his natural rights over there. It's very strange. Uh, I could be wrong, but I believe it'll be the first. I hope you're right about that. And ladies and gentlemen, this brings up, I mean, we could do an entire three-hour broadcast on the felon and firearm aspect because there are different degrees of felonies, as AWR just mentioned in this particular case. This was an individual uh, based on, well, I, I tell you what, we're getting ready to take a break. So when we come back, I'll go into a little bit more detail about that. But again, this this could be a three hour segment. Does a person who embezzled ten thousand dollars in a white collar crime hold the same felon status as someone who shot somebody during an armed robbery. This is all at stake. As I said, this could be a separate three-hour program. We'll be back with AWR Hawkins to continue the discussion right after this. Don't go away. You are on the Armed American Radio Network. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Did you know that Sig Sauer is all in for hunting? Introducing the Sig Sauer Cross Precision Bolt Action Rifle. Available in 308 and 65 Creedmoor. The Sig Cross Bolt Action Rifle was designed and built with the input of military snipers and elite hunters right here in America to meet the demands of hunters, precision long-range shooters, and extreme backcountry hunting. Sig Sauer has your hunting needs covered with ammunition, optics, suppressors, and more. Hunt like a warrior today. Learn more. Visit SigSauer.com now. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. 
From Crossbreed Holsters comes the women's appendix. With softer leather and smoother corners, the women's appendix holster was designed specifically with the female body in mind. This holster is intended for popular small firearms and has no cant, so it can be worn on the front side of the body. Featuring a crossbreed hand-molded pocket for a perfect fit, we ensure the women's appendix is your answer for any woman who wants to carry a small firearm in a front position. This versatile holster can be worn in the standard appendix or cross-draw fashion. Find your perfect fit today at crossbreedholsters.com. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org. Crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. As a gun owner, have you ever thought about the liability that would come with having to use your weapon in self-defense? Or the liability that would come with having one of your guns stolen or misused? Or perhaps you work in a profession like security or law enforcement that requires you to carry a gun. Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing policy. But call today and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. segment of Armed American Radio is being sponsored by Crossbreed Holsters. Make sure to visit CrossbreedHolsters.com. Now let's get back to me. Armed American Radio's Monster Cast continues on the Sig Sauer, in the Sig Sauer, I'll get it right, AWR, I'll get it out, on the Sig Sauer mic in the Car Firearms Group Studios, all of it presented by X Insurance. Please make it a point to visit all of our partners that make this show possible every single week and every single day on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. You can visit all of them at armedamericanradio.com. Visit mypillow.com. Use the promo code AAR and take advantage of all of those great discounts and let my pillow company know that you support them for supporting gun rights. Need some training? Legal Heat has you covered. Visit LegalHeat.com, DefenderCoffee.com, Daniel Defense. Visit all of them. HeavensHarvest.com. They're all there for you at ArmedAmericanRadio.com. And we want to thank X Insurance again, as we have been throughout today's broadcast, for bringing us out here to the beautiful state of Utah and allowing us to bring you the show from, I'll just call it, the X Insurance Ranch, because that's what it is. Welcome back, AWR Hawkins. One more segment. We've got some horrible crimes 
that have occurred recently, both UVA and in Iowa, or excuse me, University of Idaho. And you've got a piece up right now, on-campus tensions rise as killer of University of Idaho students remains at large. This case is disturbing for a lot of reasons, AWR. What can you tell us about it so far? There's not a lot to tell. I mean, four people were stabbed to death on Sunday, and uh, they don't have a suspect. They don't have anything. Uh, they were stabbed to death in a home. Uh, I believe, uh, you know, there there were two more people. They were These were roommates, I believe, and there were a total of six in there. So four of the six were stabbed to death, and so police are talking to the other two, but not really as persons of interest. They're talking to them to say, did you see here, smell anything? I mean, you know what in the world went down here? Right. And uh, in the meantime, people on campus are freaking out because they're going, wait, there's a killer on the loose somewhere. And... Uh, so you get a lot of people leaving campus early for Thanksgiving just to get away. You know, you pointed out in here at Breitbart News, and I said that this is disturbing for a lot of reasons. Let me let me make a, a quick point here, and I'm going to quote from AWR's piece. Idaho State Police Communications Director Aaron Snell talked to ABC's Kana Whitworth about the two survivors saying, and I quote, potentially they are witnesses, potentially they are victims, potentially they're the key to this whole thing. This disturbs me for a number of reasons. Uh, you know, AWR, I, I envision my home. I've been to your home. I can't imagine a crime of this magnitude going down with two other people in the home that didn't hear anything or don't know anything. This was a vicious, vicious stabbing. There are photographs of blood seeping down the walls outside the home in the room where one of the, at least one of these killings occurred. How can they not know anything by now? Right. Well, I mean, I, I do not know. I mean, I thought about that, too. I don't know. I mean, it is a good reminder. I'll just throw out. Be sure you have a good dog in your house. But uh, that being said, uh, I have no idea how someone got in there and got out unless they were let in and let out. And that's not that's not saying that the two people did it I, who survived. I'm not making any accusations. I I saw an interview that the door of the home had a combination code on it. So all that would have to happen is sometime in the past that code was passed to somebody and maybe passed to the wrong somebody. I don't know. Again, I can't stipulate. I just know what I've heard from watching and following this. But like I say right now, the one thing we do know, there's at least one killer running loose, at least one. That's what we do know, and it's got folks worked up. Yeah, and you've got uh, four families that are devastated. The entire community is on edge, as you mentioned. It's disturbing. We'll continue to follow it. I know you'll continue to follow it because you've written about it. Let's go to the University of Virginia, and I know I'm going to hear this from you, so I'm just going to mention this now. You've got an individual who, yet again, AWR, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but you've likely done more research than I have. But we've got somebody who was again on the radar of law enforcement, of law enforcement at the school facing disciplinary procedures. He had already had uh, charges against him or accusations against him, carrying concealed weapons, threats. Why was he still at the school for crying out loud? And I know I'm going to hear this from you, so go ahead and say it. He was already 100 percent gun controlled because of the school's no gun policies. Or am I wrong about that? 
No, you're right. But the, the troubling thing is, as you say, that he's already on the radar. He's already been brought to the attention of the school's threat assessment team. Uh, and, uh, you know, that was in September. And then this shooting didn't occur until five days ago. So, uh, you know, you had upwards of two months that he's on the threat assessment team's radar. They tried to contact him. Other parts of the school tried to contact him to talk to him about the report that he had a gun, he just wouldn't cooperate with them, wouldn't speak with them. Well, it seems, you know, that's just that's something the police will have to answer is how it could go two months and he just doesn't respond and it's not stepped up, you know, and uh, perhaps it was about to be stepped up. As a matter of fact, I do know I covered that he was about to face disciplinary action. So we don't know what that entails. But he also had a record uh, with a criminal with a concealed weapon violation. Right. And that was outside of the city of Charlottesville, so I don't think the school was aware of it until just lately. But there, there are a whole lot of things here that were known or could have been known and uh, apparently either weren't or weren't pursued or, or, or were being pursued along some order the school has laid out that I don't know about, you know, so I don't know. And I think it's safe to say, because we've seen this so many times in the past, here we have, and I'll use the left's term, we have these red flags. Ladies and gentlemen, hindsight is high definition, 4K in the rearview mirror. We have seen this time after time after time, and now we have three dead students, football players, and we know that this was targeted, or at least that's what law enforcement thinks, but I I think I'm safe to say that heads are going to roll. Go ahead, AWR. You said something important. You said we see these red flags. Not only that, Virginia has a red flag law. Right. It didn't work. And it, it won't. didn't work. That's what I could say again and again. You know, California has a red flag law. California is a slaughter fest. So red flag laws. You know, I remember after uh, the same, not Sandy Hook, but the Parkland shooting, Florida adopted a red flag law. I remember that. And then early the next year, which would have been 2019, in Sebring, Florida, there was a bank attack and five people were shot dead. The red flag law didn't work. I could keep going state by state. I'm not going to do it or bore you to death. But the laws are worthless. The left just wants them in place because it gives them a method for taking away guns. It's just one extra method. With the limited time that we have left, about a minute, I'm going to end it on a happy ending story, and I'm just going to read your headline and let you take it away before I have to stop you. Alleged intruder dead after homeowner fires at least one dozen rounds. This warms my heart. Take it away. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to imagine the talk he had when the officer said, Sir, why, why did you fire 12 times? And the homeowner said, well, sir, I didn't have 13 bullets. That is and that is a great deal right there. But, yeah, they uh, the uh, news report that showed up said they found roughly a dozen, uh, at least a dozen uh, shell casings on the floor. The guy came in the home, and that was it. And uh, that's just how it works. And, again, it's, it's good news because the homeowner's alive, his family's alive, and the other dude who decided he's going to take – somebody else's cereal and somebody else's shoes well that guy's in a yellow sack with a toe tag and that's how it's supposed to work and i'm gonna leave it at that armed american radio's monster cast a full hour with awr hawkins thank you awr please drive safe getting back to arizona we love you awr hawkins breitbart news armed american radio will be back at six minutes after the hour Just 
Fill your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 425- Four five four seventy twelve. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com.